0: I don't
1: care. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
0: Welcome to the wonderful world of the Stay of Homekins podcast. The wonderful
1: world <laughs> of the Stay of Homekins podcast.
0: <laughs> that is our narrator. He will be sitting on a rocking chair on the corner of the stage. That's for
1: the theme park. That's the, uh. the little video you see at the beginning of the stage. The Stay of Homekins monorail or whatever. Takes you around.
0: Mm-hmm. What if we did get.
1: And uh, it's an old gentle soul <laughs> named Stay of <laughs> Hello, it's me. Stay Homekins.
0: Buckle in. Don't touch the <laughs> other passenger. I
1: was about to tell the Mrs. Homekins.
0: <laughs> oh dear, I didn't want you to forget. <laughs> Did you take your vitamin?
1: Where are we from?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I just mean I wasn't ready. Can I get a second take?
1: <laughs> There's no second takes in life.
0: <laughs> Shit.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Stay F. Homkins. My this name is, is Paul F. Tompkins. I'm sorry,
0: he's Paul F. Tompkins.
1: Yeah. Who are you?
0: Who are you? I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins.
1: I'm a comedian.
0: I'm an actress.
1: We are a married couple in Los Angeles, and we have been recording a pandemic podcast for a little over over a a year year now.
0: It's great, guys. Guys.
1: Light at the end of the tunnel.
0: All we do is talk and get a buzz. That's all we do. That's our big thing. On the podcast. Hmm. No. Nah. Do we do more?
1: Well, all day I dream about sex.
0: <laughs> Adidas? Yeah. Adidas? Right. Um, hmm. We're Gen X, if you was couldn't that, tell just was now. Was that
1: supposed to be like, was that supposed to be a thing, mm-hmm. like a cool thing? Or was that supposed to be you shamed someone if they were wearing Adidas? Like, that means all day you dream about sex.
0: Guess it depends on... What school? Like, if you went to Catholic school or you went to... <laughs> oh, and Catholic school, all day you do dream about Oh, it. <laughs>
1: man. They, they, everyone in Catholic school, they're dirty. They
0: just, like, repressed, horny yeah. situation going on.
1: Yeah. It was rough stuff.
0: We went to Catholic school. Not together. We grew up in different places.
1: You were a bit more liberated than I was, I believe. I, I was, was a very libertine, a
0: libertine.
1: A libertine. <laughs> you were a libertine.
0: Um.
1: One of Charleston's Maybe. famous libertines.
0: <laughs> I was one of, I was the famous Charleston libertine. Everybody called me that. The C.L. <laughs> the Charleston libertine. <laughs> Chazlib. Lib. Um, I guess. I don't know. I just grew up in the 80s. I was a latchkey kid. What mm-hmm. do you, you know, whatever. <laughs>
1: That's my story.
0: (laughs) Parents, divorced, whatever. Blended family. That's another situation. Oh, someone said they were going to do a drinking game. If I said situation a bunch and you said, don't let me finish a bunch.
1: They're going to drink. Did you? (laughs) What am I? Ross Perot. Can I finish? (laughs) Um, Do you say situation a lot? I haven't noticed that.
0: Well, Now I'm gonna notice. (laughs) Count it out. Okay, so um,
1: here we are. Here
0: we are, uh, face to face. How are we gonna deal with living in America? Because it is a shit show.
1: This country, man oh man.
0: This country needs to take a um, what do you call it? A seltzer? uh, What's it called? (laughs) You know when you take a something.
1: Will you take a a pill of some kind? Not a chill pill.
0: Well, it definitely needs to take a chill pill, a bromide or whatever.
1: A bromo seltzer?
0: I don't. It needs something. It needs something. I was
1: reading this article where they were they were interviewing cops about the Derek Chauvin trial. Okay. And this one, and like some of them were on the record, and some of them wanted to be anonymous. But there was this one. So it's a lot of like cops going boo hoo but then there's also cops that are like saying like yeah the system is fucked up but there was this one chief of police who was like you know i i hope we're going to regain the trust of uh the african american and latino communities like regain <laughs> what
0: you are mean they think there about? was like a day where they were just like <laughs> totally yeah, that, cool with that everything that to me
1: is like so it sums up the problem so well it's like no this has been this is not a new thing. <laughs> This's been going on for decades. here's the thing if, we're jumping right in <laughs> well, it's been a week it's been a week it has been quite a week
0: uh if If there are good cops out there, why are they not incensed?
1: yeah. Over,
0: like if I were on in a workplace mm-hmm. and there were like fifty of us, mm-hmm. but there were like a group of ten of us <laughs> that were total Nazis <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and mur- murdering people, yeah yeah, yeah, and like po- like donating to Kyle Rittenhouse or whatever, mm-hmm. I would hope that the forty people
2: mm-hmm.
0: who were like that's just out of control
2: true say,
1: yes
0: you know what we're like they are making our thing look bad
1: well here's the thing that's, that's what a what lot I think. that's what a lot of cops say that's what a lot of cops say and some of them will say that out loud and some of them will not will say it privately but the what they don't talk about what very few talk about and and if they have there are always consequences is how ruined the system is, how rotten the system is so that it makes it n- like from undesirable to oh, impossible to saying. speak up.
0: Like they might be like, yeah, Derek Chauvin is clearly a murderer caught on video, but they might not say the system is fostering this. No, is what you're saying. No
1: one's going to say that. No one's going to say that. And that's the problem. Because
0: they're like within the system yeah. or are they are afraid. I don't
1: because Yeah. Because they're, it's like, I think it's not just that they think, hey, we've got a good racket going on here. I think it's that they think this is the way that it has to be. And so there there's a mentality with mm. with cops now where it seems like the the public is the enemy, you know? And that we're This
0: is a bad situation. Yeah. This is not a good situation that we're in. This no. is a bad situation. Like they should be like demanding for change.
1: Exactly. But I don't think they will because I think that they, I think that the institution of the police in this country has been made to believe this is the way that it has to be. Right. And it does make you feel sorry for, um, some individuals who maybe didn't realize that before they got into, police work and then they find out like, oh no, I'm in this terrible thing and there's nothing I can do. I can't say anything or they'll ruin my life, you know? Right. Um, And this is not to, uh, when I say that, I'm not trying to minimize the victims of police brutality, violence, and murder.
0: No, it's a complicated situation. It's not, it's not like, it gets into, it's a complicated situation. It gets into how
1: racist all our systems are. You know,
0: yeah. And so, like, I guess I was seeing. Oh, so God, I woke up this morning. Everyone else did too to the news that there was another mass murder. Yeah. At a FedEx facility in Indianapolis. And right before this podcast started, I was scrolling on Twitter like I do because I'm clearly a weak minded person and can't stop doing Twitter. which is such a <laughs> cesspool. And I don't know who I was following Follow or looking at. Follow us on Twitter at Steve <laughs> I don't know who I was looking at. I was just scrolling around like sometimes like the trending topics, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't necessarily associate it with who's posting it. Right. But like I was reading this thread where this person had like screen capped all these tweets, and like this is a side of Twitter I don't really see unless someone puts it in front of my face, mm-hmm. but they were like, "Oh, the shooter's definitely black um because the mainstream media hasn't named to it, and by the way, it just like happened last night or whatever yeah, Uh the mainstream media hasn't named it because named who it is because, um. He's black and and uh, they're just going to like, because racism does not exist in America. And I was like, whoa, like this is crazy. I don't know if these are like who these people are. They're posting this, but he's like posting all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, it was like a 19-year-old white kid. And yeah. apparently they, they haven't named the motivation. Uh, oh, by the way, and they knew he was a threat. He had been alerted. He was like on a list. Yeah, like people had gone to authorities to say that he was problematic. Wow. And that they feared violence from this person. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the photo of him, which I didn't even mean to, it was just like in my face as I was scrolling. um, I mean, he's like, he looks like a kid. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
0: I guess he was 19, so he he was a man. But his face looks like... Some yes, like if you saw young. him at like the Walgreens or something, you might be like, "Oh, that I wonder what Grady, <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever." But I, but so, and it was a white kid and or man. Sorry, it was a white man and um and uh I guess this was a prominent area for the Sikh community, mm-hmm. and so seven out of the nine victims identified Sikh. And so you have to wonder if he has like racial rage coming, you know, bigotry rage or whatever. Yeah, I mean, on <clears> top <throat> of whatever, and and then it was like all of these posts of like uh, racism does not exist in America, and it's like no, every American is racist. We're all racist, <laughs> like all of us. It's a racist country. We are. We the, we we're you, up with it. We're, we're, we're we are like programmed to. Believe, I mean, we stole the land from yeah, brown people.
1: We didn't get off to a great start. I'm just saying, like, we stole the land from the people that were here. Then we made sure that slavery was okay in the Constitution. In our very, in our very.
2: But what I don't understand the is beginning
1: official documents like no, but slavery. You know, black people are three fifths of a person. But how
0: can you not just acknowledge the fact that every American? has been like uh socialized in a certain mindset
1: cuz people don't want to feel bad. People don't want to people don't want to self-examine. They don't want to look inward and they don't want to deal with they it's easier to not grapple with it and just be mad at it and say like, "Oh, you people think everything is racist." You know? It's easier.
0: I don't it, I don't know. I mean, it's very weird to me because it's like <sighs> It doesn't seem, it doesn't seem possible to deny it. Like, how can you look at things in front of your face? (laughs) I know. How can you look at things in front of your face? Okay. Mm -hmm. The work that, the work that should be done is, is within yourself, but also in society, but it has to start with yourself. That's how I feel about like.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah the the biggest the biggest obstacle to overcoming racism in this country is that not enough people will acknowledge that it's a problem
0: well, that's just sad i mean that's just sad it's
1: extremely sad and and, and infuriating i am um, this week this week really sucked
0: this week was like <laughs> America on steroids
1: kind yeah, of it was like. ridiculous all these cop shootings mass shootings. Like
0: videos being released of things I don't want to see, but I mean, they're a reality. Yeah, they're a reality for people. And let's like, and so I, of course, watched this front line today about uh, the insurrection, mm-hmm. and like, it's really good. Everyone should watch this. The latest one. This guy does amazing reporting. He's from ProPublica.
1: He is great. His voiceover is like his he,
0: voiceover is great.
1: It's like he recorded it because, and there was someone sne- sleeping in the next room.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's I'm just like going a, to knock
1: out this voice voiceover real quick.
0: That's like a PBS
1: voice, I think. He it's needs more, to than, have it. it's almost like Headspace app voice.
0: <laughs> I appreciated his narration. It's, it's actually, right. it's because not, I'm
1: not, I'm not, I'm just lightly because it's teasing. a very
0: disturbing, um, yeah, front line, yeah. Like, it's disturbing. So, so, like, his calmness in the face, first of all, this guy's like brave as shit. He's like going to all of these, you know, rallies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I look at that stuff on TV and it makes me want to piss my pants. It's so scary. Mm-hmm. Like, people walking around, like, just armed to the teeth. It, like, anyway, he, he, he wanted to find, like, You know, like, the reason for the insurrection is basically Trump is the reason. Okay, spoiler alert. Sorry, it's Trump, but whatever. Okay, so, but the whole thing about it, here's what I don't understand about some of these militia movements. Maybe someone can tell me, because this was the one question that was not answered in the front line. Mm -hmm. So, like... For example, like the Boogaloo Boys, they <laughs> yeah. they want to kill cops, and they have they killed a cop in Oakland, right? And um, and they want to kill cops, and um, but they want to they're angry because of tyranny they said, or yeah. like um, losing their freedoms and stuff. Yeah. And and the question that I have, I need answered is, what is it? that they want to be allowed to do that they're not allowed to do. Yeah. And is the answer murder? Because it se- seems like it yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like it seems like it's like, Oh, we should be allowed to do whatever we want. That's what we're fighting for is our freedom. Mm-hmm. And it feels like, well, you're allowed to do anything you want. Yeah. Like you're allowed to walk around with these ar 15s on your body anywhere you feel like, and pick fights with people, so and you're you're allowed to do it. So what is it? What are you fighting for exactly? Yeah. It doesn't make sense what they're. Fight- I didn't understand the thing that they're scared of.
1: Here's what it is. And, there's a and, lot of fear coming off of. Yeah, him. absolutely. And here's what I think it is with these guys with with these types of people. Is it's always and it's used it's it's a thing that's used to justify bigotry and hatred. It's always this is what could happen, so we're trying to take up arms now mm-hmm. to make sure that it doesn't happen. Or if it does happen, we'll be ready.
0: But there's no you know? evidence that it.
1: There never is. There's
0: no evidence there that never that can happen. Is
1: there never whatever, is. Is. whatever it is that they think could happen? Exactly. Could happen. There never is. There
0: never is. The evidence of something happening is is far more like toward a marginalized group than a white group. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're not all white. Like some of the Proud Boys Yeah. Those guys,
1: man. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you.
0: All I know is uh (laughs) well, you know, people get radicalized. I mean, like, there's Americans that join ISIS. You know what I mean? I know. But but
1: it's also it's like that group, like the Proud Boys specifically like they love being able to say, like we have, we're not a racist organization because we have, a, you know, a, all a these few. other, yeah. yeah. But it's like there's there's so much more evidence of these guys being a racist organization, and it's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend and oh, whatever. The, the,
0: is it the six million weren't enough T-shirts? Is that what you think? <laughs> yeah. Is the
1: evidence? It's like they will they'll they'll use these people as a as a front for as long as it. Is you know uh, convenient for them or, or expedient for them to do so?
0: Well, I know I know there's some listeners now that are so pissed because we're talking about because they're,
1: uh, they're proud boys. I know a lot of yeah. proud boys listen to this, and people listen.
0: get so mad. They're like, mm, you know, it's like half the people are like, I love when you talk about current events. It makes me process things, and it's not I'm not alone when I'm experiencing them. And then other for the people are like. Fucking social justice warrior, dumbass. I know,
1: but look, there's always going to be those people, and this whole this podcast has always been. We just talk about what we talk about, and you know, this is this this was a terrible week. This was a terrible week. The
0: thing that makes me mad when people get mad about the podcast is like, um, don't do you not do they not see the unsubscribe the unsubscribe? Well,
1: that's yes. (laughs) There's always that.
0: I'm like, you don't have to.
1: But look, look, deal look, with look, this. Way more people <laughs> no enjoy the podcast it. than give us a hard time about it. I like that people it. are
0: still listening to us, and so we're it's very been grateful for that. Very nice mail and very nice feedback online, and it's yeah. very comforting and um, warming. And people are sending pictures of getting vaccinated, which is like so cool. I we're, love that. It's just so much joy. It's like oh, they made it through the year. Yeah. They got you know vaccinated and stuff.
1: We're half vaxed in this household. Yeah, we're looking forward to. Going all the way.
0: <laughs> Let's go all the way.
1: We have a little. Let's
0: go. We have a
1: little neighborhood plan uh, for <laughs> our friends who live for a few of our friends who live in the neighborhood. Yeah that we're going to have once everybody is vaccinated and in the in the clear they're
0: coming over inside our house
1: we're going to come over and have a little cocktail party with no
0: masks inside the house yeah okay so basically so a
1: friend of ours made a chart
0: yeah that yeah so, <laughs> friend so, Mike. but like this is our our neighbor bubble cuz we have seen our a
1: neighbor bubble
0: <laughs> we've seen these neighbors through all through the year just yes. outside um at Outdoor
1: over, over 6 distance. feet distance yes. yeah, yeah, it's
0: yeah. it's not like we have seen them face to face inside in low lighting.
1: The idea <laughs> of having, honey, you could not have described it better. That's exactly what I want.
0: <laughs> well, first of all, I require low lighting.
1: <laughs> Darling, who are you talking to?
0: <laughs> Darling, after quarantine, don't we all? I'm
1: going to I'm going to sp- cover my body with Vaseline <laughs> so I look younger. <laughs>
0: Darling rub some Vaseline on your eyeballs okay, to give to everyone soften a gauze
1: blindfold when they come in.
0: <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> Um, but
1: how nice will that be to have people in our home?
0: Yeah, it'd be nice. Just because, hanging out, we, my mom, we did have my mom here. Yeah, diff. which was
1: let me tell you something. Totally diff. <laughs> it, yes, H- having your mom here was so nice <laughs> to have another person here.
0: And my mom loves Paul, so he's
1: <laughs> totally fine with that.
0: She's all I love like, her too. <laughs> she's like, oh my god. <laughs> You can do no wrong.
1: I know. She always sides with me. It's great.
0: (laughs) She really does. (laughs) Which is kind of like, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But to have people over. Oh, so our so
0: our friend Mike, he made, so this is the thing. He made a chart with all of our names and there's like a yellow dot next to the half vaxxed. One person is fully vaxxed, so they have the green yes. green dot.
1: They have the green, the coveted green dot.
0: And then on, the, and then, and then the the finalized date on yes. the side. So, so after
1: It's two weeks after you get the second shot that you're you fully in the clear. Developed, yeah. Vaccine developed.
0: You grow vaccine boobs.
1: Yeah. What?
0: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm like I, I'm all over the place. I know. I'm having. So we're looking situations. at we're looking at mid May. Yeah, we're looking at mid May. Yeah. Um, we could have. We should we buy like ten microphones? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Record a no. a very special stay at home. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I do not think we should buy ten microphones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about doing a stay at Homekins live Zoom show through our neighbors. But we never got it together. Yes, no, we didn't. But it might happen still. Should we? If you want to see that or participate in that, tweet us at StayofHunkins, and we'll take a little poll.
1: <laughs> we'll figure it out. We could just do it Instagram Live. Hmm. If we do it, really? if we do a live one over Zoom, I don't know if we can be in the same room because of technical issues. Really? Yeah. I don't know if we could do it like this where we're sitting across from each other. I'm not sure. I thought
0: one person can mute theirs. How did Rana and Brian do it?
1: They're in different rooms.
0: Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Whatever.
1: <laughs> what's, what's the matter?
0: I don't know. I thought it was like a fun idea, but now it no, is a fun idea, but it doesn't seem doable. I don't
1: know. I'm sure it's doable. I'm sure it's doable. We just have to figure it out. Honey, no, don't let me ruin your Friday.
0: <laughs> Look, I just am like, I can't, you know, handle anything right now. I'm in a s- can't situation handle the,
1: the tiniest disappointment.
0: I really can't. <laughs> I really can't. Why don't you tell us? something fun.
1: (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) What what fun thing do I have that you don't have?
0: I don't have anything. Yeah, we've been doing the same thing. I worked all week. I'm sending out my script finally. Mm -hmm. I made a visual pitch deck. Hollywood, if you're listening (laughs) and you're looking for something, I'll let you read it. (laughs) I'll get my people to send it to your people. I'm very
1: proud of you. You're working very hard on that script.
0: Thank you. I finished the script. I made the visual. Now I just have to get, you know, it into some the right hands. That's right. I'm sure that's easy, right? Is that something easy to do?
1: <laughs> it's surprisingly easy to get it into the right hands. What happens after that? That's the hard part. <laughs> Sometimes those hands move directly to the trash can. <laughs> mm,
0: mm. Okay.
1: No, I think you're gonna do. I think you're gonna do well.
0: Oh well, thank you. We'll see what happens. <laughs> That's all I have. I worked all week. Fun. <laughs> you're in
1: such a strange place right now.
0: I'm like, I know. Why don't you bring some love and light?
1: I'd like to bring some love and light into the world, and say how happy I am that there's a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. Sure. Um, and I, it's making me feel. Very, um, excited about doing things in the future. Like I can't wait to get back on stage. Mm,
0: That'll be fun. I
1: miss that so much. Um, today was a weird day though. Today. I, I, I don't know what happened. I woke up, maybe I needed one more hour of sleep. I don't know, but Mm -hmm. I had something to do in the morning, an ADR session, which means uh, ADR that stands for additional dialogue recording. And
0: it's <laughs> so exciting.
1: What that means is I have to build my little studio in my office, which is, uh, four photo backdrop frames mm-hmm. and five moving blankets. Mm. So I make, make a little fort, I make a little fort, it's like four playing walls and a roof. It's, like fort. it's like
0: playing fort. It's
1: like playing fort. Yeah. Except you, before you could just crawl into a box. <laughs>
0: Are you allowed to uh, tell our listeners the project that you are participating? I think I
1: mentioned in? it here before. Yeah, Jellystone. And there, when
0: does it come out? When that can... I
1: don't know. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I have no idea.
0: Where will people be able to find HBO Max? That I
1: don't know. Probably HBO Max. Yeah. Um, it's and uh, it's
0: a kids. It's a kids.
1: Is yeah, it's it a cartoon. Kids? Yeah, it's an animated show, um, and it's based on. Uh, the, all these old characters from Hanna-Barbera, uh-huh. um, you quick draw McGraws, your huckleberry hounds, people like that. That's fun. <laughs> and I will be playing, uh, Magilla Gorilla.
0: Is it funny? It is funny. And who it are, who are your fellow castmates?
1: I know very little. I know Ron Funches is one of oh, them. Oh,
0: that's awesome. He's I know hilarious. that
1: Nicole Thurman is one of them. Oh,
0: she's hilarious.
1: God, who else? Because you know, I don't record with anybody else. It's just no, I I know. By myself. I'm just
0: curious if you got if you had like a list of people
1: or No. I could probably get one if I needed to. <laughs> but it's it's been fun to work on. But uh but yeah, I do have to build that little studio. Um and then I get in there and have you know, like Coleman lanterns, battery operated lanterns, so I can see in there.
0: It won't be fun in the summer to do that.
1: It's gonna be brutal. But yeah. By yeah. the time the summer comes, I'll be fully vaccinated,
0: so and maybe I'll they'll go to like studio. In person stuff, yeah.
1: They're, I mean, they're doing in person stuff now. I've just been out of an abundance of caution, right? Um, doing all my recording from home, I and don't people blame have you. been very nice to let me do that. Um, and I think that once I am in the clear, I'll be I'll be fine to go. Into the vaccine the studio. developed, yeah. vd <laughs> heh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, cause like you never know, like you, like cause I remember I did that commercial, and the and one of the actors on the set was an anti vaxxer
1: Yeah, he's got he eats right in the exercises, so he's probably. Hey, fine. I didn't
0: tell that story on here. Um, now I wanted some space between the thing, exactly, so that like I wasn't like outing this person, cause there was a bunch of commercials being shot that day.
1: Right, you, you don't know? have to mention what the company is.
0: Yeah, and uh, so. At the lunch, we're all outside and I'm sitting with a couple of actors in at a distance and I'm making sm- at a
2: distance
0: <laughs> and I'm making small talk. Mm-hmm. And one and I'm like, "Oh, what do you think you'll feel like after you're vaccinated like, you know, would you go to Russia?" Rest- I don't know, I was just making small talk. Like what else is there to talk about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the and the one actor says, Oh, I'm not really into the vaccines.
1: (laughs) Not really into them.
0: I mean, you know, like if you if you want to take it or like if anyone wants to take it, that's fine. I'm not like, you know, against it. But like I I eat really well and I and I exercise. So, you know. That's his deal. And I know I I like I know I was like okay, and I looked to this other actor, and the other actor's like, well, I'm half vaccinated, and I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) my my appointment is da 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 da, -da," you know, Mm. blah blah blah, and I was just and um, but then I'm like thinking like, oh, now I'm on I'm on set with this person like, who doesn't think they can get COVID, like it's clear that this person doesn't think, or maybe he thinks if he gets COVID. It'll be fine. Yeah. Because it'll be be mild. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be mild for him because, but the therefore doesn't care like how I'm going to fare with COVID Mm -hmm. if I get it from him. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So I'm like thinking all this stuff and I'm like, oh, he's not being careful. Mm -hmm. Like I just knew like the way he was talking about not being into the vaccines, mm-hmm. that he was, like, eating inside and, you know, whatever. And I was like, cool. So, I mean, and, yeah, we all tested to be there, but that's not a that's not a slam dunk, y'all. It's not. <laughs> you can still, ha- you you might test negative and have been exposed.
2: Yeah. It's not a slam dunk, like, y'all.
0: it may not. Co- so, anyway, so I was like, okay, so then later on we're sitting around because you have to, like, wait around forever. Yeah. For stuff on set. Outside, we're outside, we're distance. <laughs> and uh, I forgot how this came up. I, I guess I'm the worst small talker, I guess, because, <laughs> because
1: I don't even know where this is going.
0: Because I was like, oh, what a year or so. I don't know what I'm saying. Like, I'm just spewing nonsense. Hey, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just like spewing, like, I don't know, whatever nonsense. Like, mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so what did you keep use?
0: afloat? Yeah, like this has been a year, what a year, <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> and then he tells me he stopped reading the news four years ago. Oh, that's right. And I was like, oh, cool. I mean, which by the way, like, I am, I totally get curating your exposure to. Yes, the onslaught of Absolutely. stimuli, like like that is, yeah. I, I, you know. But like he literally said, "Yeah, I just turned it all off on um, on my phone. I figure something big happens, um, I'll hear about it." And I was like, "Did you know that they found a successful COVID vaccine? <laughs> Did you hear about that?"
1: And what did he say? I'm just kidding. I didn't oh. say that.
0: He said he wasn't, you know what I'm saying? My joke was. I would love. My yes, joke I, was. Yes, like
1: I get it. I something
0: get it. big did happen. Right. But they I, found a vaccine
1: for yeah. COVID. <laughs> He's not into it, though. Uh, I would love to know what this guy considers big, the, something that's big enough to, to reach him.
0: <laughs> he said he was happier. Listen, I, I get I it. Get,
1: I get it, too. I get, I get it. it, too.
0: Like, I get it. I have a bit of an addiction. I've talked about it on this. Show before that I have like sort of a news junkiness and i'm 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 trying to be you know i don't know how I cannot be right now, like I'm trying to be, but like yeah, there's just seems to be a lot of information that seems pertinent to my survival
1: I think it's also <laughs> that we got into a in the last year we got into a uh a pattern of constantly refreshing feeds because it seemed like. There was so much happening. We were waiting for news of this, that, and the other thing.
0: Well, yeah, we this new disease happened that yeah. impacted the entire world. Is still like hurting yeah. other countries way worse than things are going here. Even I mean, Canada, India's whatever. I mean, I just I did I I uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's a happier person. Maybe he, maybe he has COVID by now. I don't know. This is like.
1: I mean, I guess we'll find out in the Oscar in memoriam montage.
0: (laughs) By the way, on the Oscar in memoriam montage, Mm. is it just like if you are in the Academy? Like, how do they decide?
1: I assume it's uh, it's people that were in the Academy, but
0: probably you have to submit. A name, like a family member has to submit your name.
1: Maybe, maybe. I don't know how the how the process works. You would think that somebody's keeping track of all the actors, and I think directors, like if you're and so like on. on that in die. the Screen
0: Actors Guild awards, you would know like if someone in the guild died, right? If you're the guild, right? Right,
1: right, right. That's why the Screen Actors Guild montage is the best one. The, it's all actors, the baby. The Screen
0: Actors Guild montage was sad this year. It's, and I mean, Viola Davis. It's sad every it is, year. But I'm just <laughs> saying it was like very well done, and Viola Davis was like the perfect person to mm-hmm. introduce it. In my personal opinion,
1: mm-hmm.
0: speaking of awards, Sunday night country music.
1: <laughs> Let's take a break, and we'll talk about that <laughs> when we come back. Oh boy, this week's episode of Stay at Home Kids is brought to you once again by Usual Wines. Usual Wines, we love you because. You're the wine for the modern drinker. Each bottle of usual wines is 6.3 ounces. That is a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. No more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle. Because of the single serve format and bottle design, usual is always fresh. No more flat bubbly or stale rosé, the two banes of my existence. The wines are low carb and they have zero grams of sugar. I mean, this is getting better and better, guys. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have Usual Spritz, which is a low-alcohol, low-calorie wine spritzer that is made of sparkling wine and guava juice. It's like White Claw, but for grown-ups. Burn on children! <laughs> Thanks, honey. Each serving has just 83 calories. So go ahead and check out Usual Wines' website at usualwines.com and use our discount code STAYFHOMKINS for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. That is usualwines.com, discount code STAYFHOMKINS. Usual Wines. Drink them. Well, guess what? What? This week we're sponsored by Green Chef. What? Our old pal's Green Chef. We've 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 had them sponsor the show, and we've had them send us food that we put in our bellies. We sure did. Green Chef, thank you for sponsoring us. You are uh, Green Chef. This is your life. You are the first USDA certified <laughs> organic meal kit company, and we enjoy because of you clean ingredients that we can trust, seasonally sourced for peak freshness. Mm. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned. I almost said proportioned. I feel like I. Almost do that a lot. Mm. I think the proportions of them are what you would expect for food. (laughs) This isn't the Flintstones.
0: He's not body shaming the food. I'm not
1: trying to body shame this food. And they're mostly prepped these meals, so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home cooked meals.
0: It really is fun to make a green chef meal.
1: Yeah. We've had them several times. We've enjoyed everything we've gotten from them. Yeah. They are honey, I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) They're yummy. I am calling you to action right now. Go to GreenChef dot com slash ninety homekins. That's greenshefcom slash nine zero homekins. And use code nine zero homekins to get ninety dollars off. That's where the nine zero comes from. Including free shipping. That is greenchef.com slash ninety homekins. Use the code ninety homekins to get ninety dollars off. Hey, do you like podcasts? I Psych. sure do. you're listening to it. What? I sure
0: do. <laughs> I sure do like podcasts, Paul. Well, that's
1: good news, Jimmy. What do you have to tell me? Well, because there's a new comedy podcast, and guess what?
0: What?
1: I'm in it sometimes. What? This is from an old friend of mine. Emmy Leiborne-Pedonovich, she has a new podcast called Workplace Comedy Podcast. Wow. It is a new improv podcast set in a fictional water bottling company called Sterling Waters. It is hosted by Emmy Leiborne and Tracy Villar, and it features amazing guests like Sean Conroy, Adam Felber, Carl Tart, Lauren Tom, and, that's right, me. Yours truly. Emmy. Yours truly. Me, my, mine, truly. Yours truly. Yours truly. Emmy is best known for her role as Mary Catherine Gallagher's BFF in the movie Superstar. Do you remember mm-hmm. that movie? Mm-hmm. She's hilarious in it. She, and Tracy has done a ton of TV and film, including the Steve Harvey show, Do the Right Thing, and the upcoming Netflix show, Made. If you're a fan of shows like The Office or Parks and Rec or Community, you're going to really dig workplace comedy podcasts. Go subscribe to that, some bitch, and tell them that Paul of Tompkins sent you.
0: Where can you find it? Anywhere that you get your podcast.
1: Anywhere that you get your podcasts.
0: Oh my God, is it free? And it's free. Oh my God, go listen.
1: They've made it so simple for you. There's no reason
0: not to listen.
1: There's no reason not to. See you in hell. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Back, 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 back,
2: back, 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 back,
1: back, 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 what is that called again? Do you know? Dun, 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 dun. That's not fur. I know, it's not.
0: Is it like Beethoven, though?
2: Is it who?
1: <laughs> Beethoven? <laughs> Beethoven? Is this Mozart? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> It sounds like Beethoven, right? It sounds like it. sounds like a thing he'd write.
0: Alexa,
1: oh my God!
0: Alexa, who? Alexa, who sang bum bum bum? bum 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 bum
1: bum. Wow, she gave up. Let's try Siri.
0: Alexa. Let's
1: try Siri. Siri, who sang "Bum bum 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 bum"?
0: Here's what I found on the web.
1: It actually gave me some result. Little Thoughts in the Afternoon.
0: What? The fuck? Are you talking to my husband like that, Siri? <laughs>
1: Let me see if I can play this. No, I can't. Mm. Oh, wait. No, here it comes. This is by... I actually think
0: it's Mozart.
1: Tiny Echo?
0: I think it's Mozart who did that music, not
1: Beethoven. Oh, it's a Christian group. Ooh. This is from their EP Waiting. This is, why is this not? <laughs> oh, this is this is bad podcasting, guys. And I apologize.
0: Well, this is what y'all signed up for.
1: We told you this was not going to be good.
0: Ya. <laughs> we told you. Told you so. We distinctly told, told you. you. So. Told you so. Told you so. All right, I don't
1: know why this is not playing. I think it's
0: Mozart. I think the music's Mozart. Do you think it
1: was in Amadeus?
0: Amadeus, Amadeus,
1: Amadeus, Amadeus,
0: Amadeus, Amadeus. Ooh, <laughs> rock me, Amadeus.
1: How come nobody's doing, me, Amadeus. Nobody's doing that now? Rock
0: me, Amadeus. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff?
1: Well, Falco is like, I'm going to write a song about Amadeus, and it's going to have a, a spoken word breakdown <laughs> <laughs> with a timeline of <laughs> Mozart's life. <laughs> nobody's doing anything like that. If
0: we do, like do watch along... With Amadeus, but it's like a four-hour-long movie. Isn't Every it?
1: movie we want to do a watch-along for is long.
0: That movie's good, though. I'd lo-
1: I love to see it again. I haven't seen it in a million years.
0: It's really good. It's
1: really good. It's really good.
0: Yeah, it is really good.
1: Maybe we should watch it. We'll look up the running time.
0: It's long. It's not It's not. A Are good. you
1: remembering it as extremely long because it's a prestige film?
0: I am remembering it that way, yes. Yes. Alexa! How
1: long is the movie Amadeus? Amadeus is two hours and forty minutes long. Two hours and forty minutes—that's long. I don't know. Does anyone want that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Also, do we just—we'd have to start it at six PM for me.
1: I know. (laughs) If you're going to watch a movie that long, you're going to want to be invested in the movie. I don't think you're going to want to watch it with two knuckleheads that you've never (laughs) met.
0: That movie's good,
1: though. It's really good. Hey, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Amadeus, directed by Milos Forman, Uh, I think. Really? I think.
0: What's the guy's name? Tom.
1: Tom Hulse. Hulse. Tom Hulse. He did Amadeus. He did uh, Parenthood. Oh yeah. He was the shitty son in Parenthood. And I mean, he's worked steadily. Yeah. But what's the not...
0: deal lately? Is he still around?
1: I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still around. Because I remember looking up, looking him up once. In a similar situation, I was like, what happened to him? But it's like all those people that you think whatever happened to them, they have continued to work. <laughs>
0: I mean, he probably didn't he win the did he win the Oscar?
1: No, he did not, but F Murray Abraham won.
0: Well, he had the more complicated emotional journey in a way. Yes. In that movie.
1: I remember his speech. He said the only thing that would make this better is if Tom Holtz was mm. here by my side. <laughs> I'm going to cry. He got choked up about F F-F-M. F F M. F F F M A.
2: Come
0: on. <laughs> Come on, like, that's classy. You know what I'm saying? It's very
1: classy. That's classy. Do you remember when Ving Rames gave away his Golden Globe to, to Jack Lemmon? Ben Kingsley. <laughs> he gave it to Jack Lemon.
0: I know, but he, like, kind of didn't want it, but then he took it because he had to or something. Yeah.
1: And then he got buried with it, and Ving Rames wanted it back. No. No, that's not true.
0: Didn't Ving Rames die too young?
1: No. Ving Rames is still alive. Oh, he is. He's the voice of Arby's.
0: Shit. Oh, he is? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome.
1: Are you thinking of Michael Clark Duncan?
0: Did he die too young? Yes, he did. What happened to him?
1: I don't remember what happened to him, but he died a few years ago.
0: That sucks.
1: Yeah. It was some medical issue, but it was not like it I'm was too soon.
0: Sick of talented people dying. I know. Do you remember so I did
1: a behind the scenes of Talladega Nights?
0: Yeah, and you had to go. To do to those like, all the
1: time. I went to, I went to
0: in North Carolina. I think I went to,
1: yeah, I went to North Carolina, North Carolina. I went to Louisiana for the,
0: died from the boy, died from what? The boy in Talladega Nights died. The boy, the little boy.
1: Oh Jesus. Like, like Will Ferrell's kid or something. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad.
0: Like a few weeks. Was that movie about NASCAR, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think he died like a few weeks, like a couple weeks ago. Sorry, I thought this is what you were going to talk about. Because we were what? talking about people dying too young. No!
1: <laughs> you know what, though? Fair. I
0: oh, You were talking I about people mind. dying young, and that was like...
1: I was going to talk about how I... I so I interviewed Michael. So <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know if I can tell this story. It well, no, callous. because we want
0: to honor Michael Clark Duncan. So tell your story about Michael Clark Duncan.
1: I so I interviewed him on the set of Talladega Nights. He was very nice, um, very friendly and, and just sweet. And didn't person. he come
0: to acting late in life?
1: I, but- I, that I don't know. That could be okay. That could be.
0: I'm getting all kinds of things wrong. Y'all better
1: Google everything. No, but he I say. might have because I don't remember Y'all seeing him.
0: Everything I say, because none of it's true.
1: I don't remember seeing him in a ton of stuff before like the green mile, you know? Uh-huh. Um
0: was that his breakout role?
1: I think that was his breakout role. I could be wrong. Okay. But around that time. So I interviewed him, whatever. I think like I was in line to get on a plane and he was coming off of the plane mm-hmm. and he fucking recognized me and said hello to me. That's awesome. That never happens. That's so nice. That never happens. He
0: was like present with you. Yeah. That's why he remembered. Yeah. yeah. Cause he was like, you remember my dumb face. He was engaged. He was like present. Yeah. That's all I wish. That's like my dream in life is to be like, in my body all the time, but I'm not, I'm not like, <laughs> like,
2: I, get I know taken away. I know like
0: I get hijacked so easily. Yeah. Like by just overstimulation and, you know, it's like, I mean, so hard to like bring myself down.
1: I feel like that is the eternal struggle, you know, yeah. is to be in that place, to try to be in that place as much as possible. But you also have to understand that you can't be there all the time. Unless you know? you're
0: like... You know, a practicing Buddhist or
1: something. Even practicing Buddhists, I bet they struggle with it.
0: I guess. And some people just have a natural knack for it, I think. Some people are just kind of wired in the moment. Like they, you know. Yeah. Not me, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like flying out of my body all the time.
1: I just, look, here's my two favorite things to do. Obsess over the past and future trip. Those are my two speeds.
0: That made me think of the movie Nomadland, which was so good.
1: What made you think of that?
0: Because, like, her whole, like, that character, first of all, y'all should see Nomadland. It's it's so good. It's, um I don't know if we talked, we probably mentioned watching it, but I don't know if we recommended it or whatever. But, like, it was on who. It's <laughs> Let's on, make it official.
1: We're officially recommending I it.
0: thought it was a phenomenal film. Mm. And what was interesting about my experience of watching the film was, when it was over, I didn't know how I felt, yeah, and then the movie stayed with me for a long time afterward, mm-hmm. and then I started to really kind of shape my feelings about it and I, I, I don't know a lot of movies like that where yeah. I saw something, and I was like
1: oh that's that's like special. I knew if that's something rare, happened sure.
0: like I knew something happened to me when I was watching it, but I didn't know what it was, yeah." And then um, I kind of like it sat in my body, like I sat with it in my body mm-hmm. for like weeks. And I was like, wow, that was a truly phenomenal way of telling a story. And the story was interesting. And yeah, anyway, but like Frances McDormand, and I'm not, I don't think I'm spoiling anything. Um, but her character was like, her whole struggle was that she was stuck in the past. Yeah. Cause she kept saying like, you know, I can't stop thinking about the past. Yeah. And it was so like, I, I got it. Like I related to that. I don't know. And, and I get it. Like the film was sort of a metaphor, like about a f- different, like a forgotten America, blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. But, but like, it's also, it's a, but it
0: wasn't, it was also about being human and yeah. It and it's, a,
1: it's also a real subculture that's in this country.
0: The Nomad Land, the yeah. Nomads, yes. Yeah. Which I didn't know about because I didn't read the book. I had
1: no idea. I didn't know. But anything I mean, about
0: also, but like her, but <clears throat> her personal struggle, I thought it was just so brilliantly done because her personal struggle of trying to kind of move forward in her life mm-hmm. and being sort of grieving this past that was no longer in existence. Yeah of like a lost one and a lost town and a lost, you know, like things that don't, don't exist anymore. Yeah. And, um, but also the metaphor of, um, cause it was about America. I mean, it was about America. Yeah. Anyway, it was just like, it was, it was really good.
1: It's a very human, it's a, really good it's a very movie. human thing to be like, and I know I struggle with this too. It's like, you think about things that you should have done or what you should have done differently or blah, blah, blah. And then, what you really need to get to is like, okay, that's all over. Mm -hmm. What, what are you going to do now? What about now? Mm -hmm. You know, move, move on from here.
0: Well, it's like, it's kind of like, um, acceptance is so hard, right? Like Mm -hmm. sometimes like acceptance is just, it, it's a bitch,
1: you know, it's hard to sometimes acceptance is hard to figure out. It's like, what am I, what am I supposed to accept? You know, because with loss, that's one thing Mm -hmm. where you, you have to accept that person's gone, Mm
2: -hmm. you know,
1: and how, how they will live on for you in, in your heart, in your memory, in whatever works you do in their name, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then there are other things that are situational where it's like, what does this, what, what does this, you know, ordeal that I went through say about me Mm -hmm. About the type of person I am, Mm -hmm. what I'm capable of, what I, what I'm not capable of, you know, and you have to, those things are harder to figure out where it's like, you know, with, with, with loss, you can say, I will, I will, you know, I'll get there when I get there, you know, I do have to figure out the landscape of my universe is different now without this person, Right. you know and that's like a that's a gradual thing that you figure out but other things are like you know putting putting who you are in a in a certain context like who you were when this thing happened is maybe not who you are now yeah like cuz you've learned stuff like you for know? sure
0: like this year
1: mm-hmm. right
0: and now we're going into what 13 months but I'm a different, I think I'm, I think I'm a different person now. Do you really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think, I think that I feel very like, I, I don't know how other people dealt with like COVID, but I feel very, um. Oh, God. That was my... (laughs) Siri was talking to me. Um, I basically feel very um, aware of my fear of death and loss. Mm -hmm. Like, this year, it was all that. was just fear of death and loss. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of death. Like, we lost a friend in January. I actually just found out a friend of mine from undergrad passed away um, last week. And, uh, yeah, I mean, so many, and we lost like so many people to this thing and I don't know. I just, it was just a constant state of fear Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and, 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 uh, I don't know if that means I'm changed, but I'm definitely, I mean, like it's trauma, right? Like trauma does change you Mm -hmm. on a cellular level. There's studies on it, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? You think you're, you don't, like, when you look back at the year, do you feel like you're different or you feel different
1: or? <sighs> hmm. I don't, I don't know that I feel. For me, it's maybe more of a getting back to who I was, maybe. It's definitely like, I've, I can't say you like You mean this... like
0: pre-COVID or pre-like? When, like, when you say getting back to who who you were,
1: I mean it might go back a very long way. You know, like I mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. more um, hopeful than I felt in a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: More present in a way, you know.
0: I definitely understand what you mean about like who getting back in a way to who you are because well, there was so much time to reflect. Yeah, this year because we weren't going 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 it was a different kind of year yeah and i definitely had a lot of time to think about like you know who i am who I, how i want to be mm-hmm. how do I, what kind of person i want to be yeah you know um the challenges of that you know because you can't be everything
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can only do the best you can yeah. you know what i mean but like I don't know. And also just remembering certain things that brought me joy in a sim- simpler times. Yeah. Because is that what you mean too, in a way?
1: That's part of it for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to handle post-COVID life because even though I want to be very present with people, I don't know if I'll just go back into like a mode of, you know frantic energy again like that's like my constant self you know where i'm like constantly overstimulated and like (laughs) it's hard to focus on one thing because it'll be very overstimulating to be in environments it will but
1: it's going to be somewhat gradual you know like
0: i guess so because the reopenings aren't even at full capacity and stuff like that yeah yeah but i can I can feel myself like being like, that's going to be very stimulating in Mm -hmm. a crazy way. Like even that will be weird. Yeah. And to be in a big space with strangers will feel weird. But I don't know. Like I hope, I don't know. I hope some of the things that have happened this year will inform a better,
1: you know, way of living. Well, I mean, I think they should. Like we have to... I mean if you go through a thing like this for a solid year, mm-hmm. you have to take something away from it, you know? But
0: I mean it is trauma though. There's a lot of loss.
1: Yeah, no, there is a lot of loss. There's and, a lot of loss. And there's
0: trauma. So yeah. so you have to also recognize the fact that you know, you might you might be reacting in ways that are not totally under your con- own control. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. But I think that one of the things that, along with the trauma that we had, was, you know, we had a lot of time to fucking sit and think, you know, and it's like that has to be for something because it wasn't all Netflix, you know what I mean? It was a lot of a
0: lot of it for me lo- was
1: Netflix. No, of course, of course. But <laughs> I there was a
0: lot of TV. But there
1: was, but the- no, I'm not saying we didn't. I'm saying that along no, I know with what that you're was, I know what you're saying. There was a lot of internal stuff, you know. A lot of internal stuff. A lot and, of
0: internal, like, coping. A lot of internal yeah. work. But a lot of A thinking. lot of internal work.
1: A lot of thinking. A lot of just thinking about... I don't know. In, in a way, there's the, the silver lining of this fucking disaster is that I, I... I'll just speak for myself. Yeah. I had more time to think about things... Than I have in a long time. Mm-hmm. And of course, then I realized like it's not about time, it's about the way you think about things, it's about the way you process things. Mm-hmm. And I had the luxury of not having a crazy packed schedule of like going from one thing to the next and which is you like know.
0: your total default. Yes. Like you've been living on crazy tilt for years, like yeah. to the point where. I can see why this was harder for you to slow down in a way than it was for me because of how you live. It
1: was actually easier for me to slow down. Really? Because it wasn't my responsibility. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone was in the same boat. And so when things are quote unquote normal, Mm -hmm. I have that guilt of if I'm not doing you know, a bunch of different things at the same time, then I'm lazy.
0: Really? Yeah. That's why you operate like that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, there's also making a living, but that is no, but that like, is part of it.
0: I don't know. Like sometimes it feels like, cause I've watched you do this mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. I've watched it for years mm-hmm. where you're like, totally overcommitted. I mean, yeah, it's like your default. Like it's like almost like, I just thought it was like a compulsion or something. I didn't know it was like, it was driven from a place of like,
1: I'm going s- to say that part of it was part of it was the fear that things will go away. You know? Yeah. If I don't say yes to things, they'll go away. I still said no to some things. And always felt weird about it. But But, you
0: had to say no to things because there aren't enough hours in the day. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like you were saying no to things and sitting around eating bonbons.
1: (laughs) But that's what it feels like.
2: Like, there's never... Here's
1: where the guilt would come in, is if I felt like I wasn't personally producing something. If I wasn't personally doing something. Okay. As opposed to, somebody offers me a job, I go take a job. Uh Uh-huh. But if I'm not... You know, generating writing stuff. Generating. If I'm not, pref- you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Then I would feel, I would feel guilty. I mean, I feel a lot of things, but I would feel, you know, guilt is one of them that would happen. That's
0: so interesting because, like, I think I feel like the creative process is not a linear thing. Like it has, like it has all of these. Ebbs. But you know what,
1: though, here's the thing, though. It does have ebbs and flows, but when you're in an ebb for a long time, yeah, it feels bad and you I could not help but look back at other times when I was like, I was doing this, this and this all at the same time and it was good and I was happy with the stuff that I was putting out, you know uh-huh. so like when I was doing the Pod F Tomcast
2: uh-huh.
1: I was doing that, I was doing the live shows at Largo, yeah. and I was doing stand-up you know no
0: you were grinding i was
1: grinding but it but creatively i was very happy but uh, i couldn't keep that pace up
0: wow i don't even know what to say to that because it makes me feel like, I I don't know. Like, I just want to like alleviate you of of the yeah, burden of it because you always do. <laughs> well, I just don't think that that's just how creativity works.
1: No, I know. Even but though it,
0: you're coming from the, I, I mean, but I it's get frustrating
1: it. when you want creativity to be oh, there and it's sure. not. Oh, it's like
0: absolutely that
1: feels so bad.
0: It feels so bad. I've been yeah. there. I mean, I get it. But on the other hand, if you can say to yourself, like, I know it's there. Mm-hmm. I know it's there. And it's just gonna wake up when it wakes up. It's just hard to trust it, I guess. It is such like a mysterious and mystifying thing, creativity. Yeah. And so it's the for, constant for anyone creative, like it's and everyone who's listening to this is creative, like completely relates to this about mm. the process. Like it's such an agonizing thing to be almost cursed with sometimes because it is this
1: elusive thing. It's also the, the, and to be able to trust it is hard. The hard part is the hardest part for me is that yeah, you make it your identity. You know, you make, mm-hmm. you make your, what you do, your identity. And so when sure. part of that isn't working, you're like, who am I? Oh, I'm a, I'm a faulty human being you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, who am I? If I don't do this, then what I? do I do? Mm-hmm. You know, what is my, what is my purpose? And what am I, what am I supposed to be doing now while I wait for this thing to reignite inside me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I told myself for a long time, I was like, like when I wasn't doing stand up mm-hmm. and I wasn't feeling like doing stand up, but I was like, I'm just going to trust that that's going to come back to me. When mm-hmm. it's when it's time for it to come back to me, sure. you know, and I'm finally starting to feel that way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, part of it was doing all that digitizing and looking at stuff. I you talked about this on three,
0: reminding yourself,
1: yeah, because I looked at of
0: the joy that you felt. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I remembered it, you know, mm-hmm. like I looked at the muscle, looked,
0: the muscle. Yeah, yeah,
1: I looked at some old set that I did that was on TV.
0: Had you forgotten it? Like that's what I'm curious about. Like when you see the old set that you mm-hmm. set done, and you're like. Oh, I totally forgot I did that material or that was part of my material. No,
1: I remember the material. Okay. But I forgot a lot of the, um, the stuff that was in it. And I was, I don't know if this is the right way to phrase it, but I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, this is, this is really funny to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I like, I remembered how it felt to put the bits together and, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, all my little, uh, turns of phrase and things like that. And I was like, oh yeah, I really, I like this. And I want to get back to doing this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night a while back, like months ago, maybe six months ago. And because I was thinking about, maybe I didn't wake up in the maybe it was as I was falling asleep. But I made a bunch of notes in my phone because I was thinking of material,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know. That's pretty cool. It was so it made me so relieved to have those, to be thinking about stuff in that way again. Yeah. You know, that's really cool. Yeah. We'll see what happens.
0: Listen, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand creativity. Like I just wrote this script and Mm -hmm. like in my mind, like I put so much blood, sweat and tears into it. And I made my visual and I'm like ready to pitch it around if I have to. And I know like what the season looks like what the end of season one, blah, 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 all this stuff. And in my mind, I'm like, there's no way I have another one in me. <laughs>
2: right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Because like I feel so spent mm-hmm. from that. Mhm. Like the idea like I don't understand TV creators or pe- you know people that are like they go in and they're like I have 10 ideas and da 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 and you know. Yeah. It, because I just don't like no, this is what's speaking to me now. Mm-hmm. This is what's jiving with me now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, two years from now, I don't know what what it would be. Like, yeah. I, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like, it is. It's a disappointment in a way because you birth something, and then you're tired, and you have to like heal. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you
0: know? yeah. You know, you do like heal your body or your brain or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh. You know, am I going to be able to have another one?
2: <laughs> Man. I don't
0: know. Like, it's just... Yeah. yeah people yeah, yeah. who are creative are so, like, fascinating to me that, like, how they work or... Because it's, it's a different rhythm for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so what? It might take... Some people, they write a, a masterpiece. And it might take them 10 years. Yeah. But then, like, someone might write a novel, like, in a month mm-hmm. that is, like, a best, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like I would
1: have that after I would... To record an hour of stand-up,
0: and be oh, like, God. "Well, I don't
1: have any material."
0: Of course, are you <laughs> kidding me? Like burning, I'm a, burning it off on a on a on a TV special is like there's grief. <laughs> no, there is. I'm being for real. Like there's grief. I know you're you, being
1: for real. I don't know that I ever experienced. You that. put it
0: to bed. Like you put it.
1: Yeah, but then it's like it for bed. me, it was less. I I got. I got over that because the first time I did an album, I felt it was really weird. It was like such a weird feeling that I'm recording this for posterity. And uh, is anybody going to like this? And, Mm -hmm. you know, what if nobody, (laughs) what if I don't sell any CDs, you know? Mm -hmm. And then after that happened, I was like, okay, people bought this. That's good. And the second one, I had that feeling again because it was the second one and i was like what if people say this isn't as good as the first one mm-hmm. you know and then it was fine and then so then after that i was like okay i i i get this process now
2: and mm-hmm. i feel okay
1: about it you know
0: mm-hmm. i can't imagine it like i find like stand up i don't know how y'all do it i know that sounds like such a like ant thing. Like, how do you do it? How do you get up there in front of people and say all that stuff? You know, but like it is, uh, It. I love the art form. Like I, I'm an appreciator of the art form, mm-hmm. but I do not get, I do not get it.
1: Honey, that's why I'm married I'm not you. in
0: the space of it. Like I can't. That's
1: exactly why I married you.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine if you're married to another stand up? No, thank you. And yet you do acting <laughs> and I get to commiserate about acting with you.
1: True. True. It's good that we have adjacent fields.
0: I guess. I guess. Because wouldn't it be great if I like owned my own company or something and we just like had a steady paycheck or something?
1: If one of us was just like like a business person. <laughs> <laughs> Could say the other one when they talk about show business. Oh, that's nice. That sounds That sounds fun.
0: I, I know couples like that though, where it's a necessary thing. Yeah, where it's like, oh, are you kidding? I can never marry someone in in uh, the entertainment. No, you know, yeah. and it's like, well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> good for you, I guess.
0: I mean, that's those are people who can compartmentalize, and I'm not good at compartmentalizing.
1: You know, Bill Clinton.
0: <laughs> or like a heart surgeon Or whatever Heart surgeon What? Doctors have to Because they have to Cut into people They have to compartmentalize
1: Otherwise they all they would Think about was Cutting into people Exactly Yeah
0: No it's like a thing In medical school That's why like Doctors sometimes Become like callous And stuff Right Because they're taught Specifically to Because they can't think, ha- think emotionally They have to think about
1: That's why we needed Patch Adams uh... Watch along Is no. that common Oh my movie? god no is it a comedy? Uh, I wouldn't classify it as a comedy. I think it's a drama with some clowning in it. All right, got to wrap it up. Uh, what do you have? Do you have recommendations?
0: Yes, please. Um, on CNN, there's a four-part documentary called The People vs. the Klan. My friend Jen Sims worked on it. In fact, um, when they were working on it, and she was in Alabama last year, um, right when the COVID stuff was happening, um, but she did get to go. This is not part of the documentary. I just thought it was neat. Is that she got to go to the the um, Edmund Pettus Bridge and see John yeah. Lewis speak for the anniversary and stuff. That's not part of the documentary. Anyway, she was in this documentary. It's about lynching. Because, um, like, I guess there's still no lynch, anti-lynching legislation and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is actually about a specific story about a woman who took on the Klan who lynched her son. And In
1: the 80s, right? Yeah. In, yeah.
0: in Birmingham, yeah. Alabama. And um, it is, I didn't know a lot about the story.
1: I so, didn't know anything about the story.
0: So the first two are out um, on CNN. And then I think the final two are out on Sunday Um, although we are watching the country music awards, so I'll watch it after. Um, uh, we all,
1: we have to watch every country music award show. That's just a thing that's in our marriage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what is it called? The people versus the clan. It's
0: called the people versus the clan and it's on CNN and it's, um, it's really good. And I'm not just saying that because my friend worked on it and had to leave Alabama in a car to escape COVID. Um, I'm I'm saying it because it's actually a it's a story that everyone should watch. Um that's my recommendation.
1: It's a good one. I would like to recommend a movie that we watch called Concrete Cowboy.
0: Oh yeah, because um, it takes place in Philly.
1: Takes wah-wah, place in Philly. Wah-wah.
0: There's no Wawa in it.
1: Did not see any Wawas in it.
0: I didn't s I did see water ice.
1: There was water ice there in it. There
0: was water ice no cheesesteaks though.
1: No, no cheesesteaks that we could see. But you have to imagine they're there. Um, but Idris Elba's in it. Um,
0: Need I say more?
1: This kid, Caleb <laughs> McLaughlin, who was in Stranger Things, and now he's older. He's a little older. He's tremendous in this movie. He's, he's so it. good. But
0: also it stars, um, I can't remember his name, Jerry, Jer, 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 he won the award for When They Jerelle See Jerome. Jerelle, Jerelle who was Jerome. was in When
1: They See Us, yeah.
0: He's like one of my favorite actors I've yeah. ever seen on, on in my life.
1: Yeah, he's terrific, uh, but he, he plays a smaller he does, role in He doesn't in this. shine
0: in, in this film like the main kid, but... He's amazing. But yeah. if you haven't seen When They See Us, you have to see yeah. it. Yeah,
1: but it takes place... <laughs> so Concrete Cowboy takes place in Philly, and it's about the the black cowboys in Philadelphia. Um, and there's
0: horses in it.
1: There's hor- Look, <laughs> content warning, horses.
0: There's horses. There's water ice. There's Idris Elba.
1: Yeah, that's all you need. Netflix. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Yeah. We're at Stay of Homekins uh on Twitter and Instagram, stayfomekins at gmail.com. You if guys want to write to us?
0: You're the nicest people out there. You I know we have so many essential workers writing to us. We have so many people who say, you know, they were happy to have conversation mm-hmm. throughout this year. And I can't it's so funny because you know, we're just sitting here in isolation doing this. So when we hear these, these things, we feel connected to you. Yeah. And
1: it's really even, it's a good feeling.
0: Yeah. And, um, also we have amazing merch at kinshipgoods.com. We have the new squirrel and rat <laughs> t-shirt right. and sweatshirt, which by the way, a lot, that's, that is a great t-shirt and sweatshirt.
1: It's a great t-shirt and sweatshirt.
0: Um,
1: a lot, of people are getting, a lot
0: of people are getting it and sending pictures and it looks fucking good. Yeah. So go to kinshipgoods.com, get your Stay of Homekins merch. Put it up on your Instagram stories and tag us. We'll share that shit. I do. I try to share unless the story has disappeared when it, if it's been too long. Sometimes, sometimes it happens.
1: It exactly. The elusive nature of stories. All right.
2: So
0: take care of yourselves. Yes. We're, we're getting to the end of, well, the pandemic. Probably will never end, but we're getting <laughs> we're getting to a, a place of more comfortability, I should say. Yes. Where more people are becoming vaccinated in America at least. Yes. Not in the world, because we're hoarding them. That's a story for another Color podcast. Another story. <laughs> but, vaccine but inequity. Yeah, be careful fun? out
1: there, everybody. Um take
0: care of yourselves and know that you are not alone. We love you. That's and right. Until then. Stay, stay safe. safe. Stay, stay
1: sane. sane. And, and
2: stay, stay home. home. Amadeus, Amadeus. <laughs>